0: You're listening to The Final Take. We're your hosts. I'm Nelson Wynn, And I'm Tim Cox.
1: This is a conversation podcast where we talk TV, film, and our love for it all.
0: <laughs> we continue to warm up in 2023. <laughs> kind of. Tim, I'm sick again. I'm sick again. Like, uh, So we continue to warm up in 2023 as we discuss the first major the- theatrical release of the year, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania but
1: first if you are among our tens of listeners or new to our podcast please help us out by smashing that like or subscribe button and give us a five-star review on any and all the platforms you're listening on maybe even tell a friend or loved one about us and share the link to this episode uh nelson yes how would someone go about
0: spreading the word you know usually I roll out like a fancy, you know, real clever script. I'm just going to say it. Go to your friends and family, and say, "Hey, I listen to this podcast. It's really awesome. You should listen to it too. It's called The Final Take. It's on all platforms. I listen there to you. it on mm-hmm. Apple on Apple Podcasts." What 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 platform do you listen to music and podcasts on? Stitcher. Spotify? Stitcher. Incredible. It's on Stitcher too. Spotify, oh you say? Yeah, it's on Spotify too. Amazon music? You betcha.
1: <laughs> it's all there. We've got our bases covered. Nice. We do. All right. Well, hey, we got let's talk about some watch lists really quick. We got a quick episode for us, but uh we've got some uh things to share. Yeah. Yours is a watch
0: list. Mine's more of a wish list. (laughs) Well, Tim, we've discussed it before. Uh, January and February is a bit of a wasteland when it comes to, you know, content, TV, you know, watchable content simply because it is, Um, you know, there's stuff that's launched recently, but in general, there's not much here or not much worth really discussing. Which is probably why we haven't really gone gun gung ho, <laughs> right so far this this calendar year and, and episodes. Um, but I have found myself watching a few things. So I'll go through my list first because these are actual things that I have watched. <laughs> there you go. All right, so so first, I I've covered this before. I think I covered it last episode in the uh, in the quick takes, but um I've been watching Shrinking. It's on Apple TV. It's that uh, it's a show with Jason Segel and and mm-hmm. um Harrison Ford and, and others. Yeah. Um it's uh I'm still watching it. I watched those first those first 3 episodes that launched and I've been tuning in weekly and let me tell you something Tim much like other Bill Lawrence shows which you know I love this show is a delight it nice. is it is it's it's at some at points it's like laugh out loud funny at other points it's like real life funny where it's like oh my gosh I do that um it has so much heart and you know the you can tell like the cast they are really enjoying playing these roles and it seems like they really enjoy each other um you know performances across the board mm-hmm. just so good um you got to watch it if you're not watching it okay i will it's on my list yes like- it's like it's to therapists and psychiatrists as Ted Lasso is to soccer shows. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> it's the, it's the <laughs> believe it's, the, it's the Ted It's the Ted Lasso of shows about shrinks. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah,
1: Good. I'll definitely check. That out. Um, you I've
0: also been religiously turning turning into or tuning into The Last of Us on yeah. HBO Max. Man, that okay. show. It's 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 so good. And you know, it's continued mm-hmm. um since we reviewed it. Um I've been watching again, watching every every episode. Uh Pedro Pascal is just it's so I mean and and the writing for it, it's uh, it's incredible. I mean, there yeah. there have been a couple episodes there um, that have been among the best TV I've ever seen. Nice, yeah. Cool, cool. Okay,
1: yeah. and what the, else? the
0: non-zombie zombie show? The if, non-zombie if zombie show, right? Yes. Right. The tickers. Yeah. And last on my list of things that I've been watching i been watching on Hulu. Um, I guess it's on ABC. Uh, if you're still watching, if you happen to still be watching terrestrial TV, <laughs> yeah,
1: network television,
0: network television. Um, but uh, it, it's on. It, it it is on Hulu. Uh, is Will Trent? Will Trent? I don't, I don't know if you've heard about it. I've never heard of it. Based on a series of books, mm-hmm. it's about this um, investigator for the Georgia Bureau of Investigations, uh-huh. um, famously of the Georgia Bureau of Investigations, that's like, you know, investigating. Like, I don't know if they're involved in like the election election fraud fraud investigations and such. But yeah, uh, I think they've been in the news recently. Oh, they 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 stepped in during um during like a number of <laughs> high profile like racial like lynchings recently oh wow um so uh you know so so of you've probably heard of the 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 gbi but anyway it's a series of books that's based on you know an investigator named will trent and mm-hmm. they made a show about it um and it's it's one of those like it's a procedural cop show Okay. So it's very by the numbers there. Um, mm-hmm. But the main character, he's like dyslexic and he's got like a, it's like his troubled past helps him like be a brilliant investigator where, you know, he can almost like, he can almost visualize a crime scene as if he was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, you know, a real, a real, um, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. It's just bystander you know, what's that like a bystander at the scene or a uh, yeah it's it's almost like he can visualize himself there, but oh, he's okay. also a bit of a smart ass too. I was mm-hmm. looking for like a friendly way to say it, but he is oh, okay. um,
1: like house,
0: yeah, yeah, but and like law. he knows he's like the smartest person in the room, and oh, okay. like doesn't let anybody <laughs> always appealing. doesn't let anybody like question that you know right so you know kind of similar to like how sherlock was you know, where okay. where he's like i'm the smartest person in this room and off the check but it anyway out. it's yeah it's 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 a fun it's a fun show i mean yeah. it, it's it's not necessarily breaking any new ground and sure you know it, it may not be there at award season but it's just a mm. fun watch nice nice yeah so what's your wish list, Tim? So, if you had unlimited time on your hand <laughs> to well, be able I've, to just sit I've and cu- watch.
1: I've queued some things up, but I've actually, I, I've been kind of keeping up with The Last of Us. Um, unfortunately, I had to take my my kid to the emerg- uh, to urgent care last night. So I oh, was no. going to catch the most recent episode of The Last of Us, but I have not yet watched. But other than that, I'm pretty much caught up. Um a uh, very good show. Uh, I would say probably the best video game adaptation of anything. But, you know, it's, Hands not, down. it's Yeah, but it's not difficult because this is one of those ones that has one of those video games that actually has some type of linear storyline going through this. Yes. Video, as you as you play the video it game. It was basically
0: you know? written as a cinematic experience that you could sure. happen to also play.
1: Right. Yeah. So so yeah, I've been kind of keeping up with that. So I'll be I'll be finishing off those ep- the latest episodes nice. um, or the latest episode, but probably episodes by the time I get through the weekend. Yes. But um but other than that, my top top thing that's on my wish list and and there's two episodes out already. Party Down. Oh, I saw that. That they returned for a third season. Yes. So I watched this show when it came out so back in the day yes i don't even remember when this thing was out like 2009 2010 <laughs> ish yeah so when we had dvr and um wow they also that, they also oh, had that's been
0: that long
1: yeah and we had on demand um we had the on demand uh you know when if you missed a show you can go into your dvr and see if the there, all the episodes are listed yeah so this was one thing we're like okay i think we just caught the trailer or or something like that i think it was on stars yeah and um we just watched i think it was like six or seven episodes or something like that and then we watched came back for the second season um that was when jane lynch actually got she left uh the show and, yeah. and was replaced by Megan Mullally um because she got cast in glee
0: oh. but
1: um the dynamic between Adam Scott and um oh gosh what's her name I can't even think of her name um party down did he um, email I like this up for you <laughs> yeah it's uh, Lizzie Kaplan Oh, okay. That was probably the the heart of the show. Yeah, more than anything else. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. And so, um, so I'm kind of sure she didn't come back for the for this third season. But um, there's plenty of uh, everybody else came back, even Jane Lynch and Megan Mullally together. Yeah. So I- I'm pretty excited about this this show. So that's it's at the the top of my list. Nice. Um, yeah, to, to watch. And so. Um, that'll be very exciting to, to kind of catch up with that. Um, and I guess, you know, because there are some people who are fans of the show, they came in some, you know, actors were fans of the show. They came in on the show. Nice. Um, like, uh, Jennifer Garner and, and, and some people. So, um, definitely worth checking out if you haven't even seen the last two seasons that was close to pretty close to 15 years ago. I will so, have to check it out. Yeah. So good. Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Shrinking is definitely on my list. Um, it's, you have to, yeah. I, I, I have been watching a lot of documentary series lately. Yeah. I uh, did. I did catch, um, that's been probably my, that's kind of an Achilles heel. If something pops up on a, <laughs> on a trailer. I like, can see
0: that. Well, what happened? Oh yeah. We watched, have you seen the Tiger Woods documentary on, I haven't seen, on HBO? No. Oh my gosh. That's so, another thing that we watched recently.
1: I don't. I don't typically watch documentaries about particular people, but I watched um, at your recommendation. I watched that McMillions about how the McDonald's monopoly was rigged. Yeah, for like thirteen years. Crazy. Um, That's a. it's a good watch. I watched the Pepsi Where's my jet on Netflix. Okay, where there was a a kid. Who went back in the back in the nineties, the early nineties, when when uh, advertising was at its peak? You know where Coke was just basically saying this is it. You know they didn't do really much except for polar bears and stuff. Mm-hmm. But Pepsi had to try to wrangle in the MTV generation by trying to be hip, and so yes, they this. put they had points that you can get for Pepsi products. If I remember you save that the cans and stuff like that. Well, they had a, a a kid coming in on a Harrier jet and it said Harrier jet, 7 million points. Well, this kid found a way to get the 7 million points. And uh, of course, he's now an adult and uh, he had the backing of a businessman because he came up with a business plan on what he would do with the Harrier jet. Yeah. And, this, and this guy backed him on it um, because you were able to buy points. So uh, he ended up, um, they sent a check to Pepsi and then litigation, you know, became a thing. Yeah, you know, Pepsi, you know, sued, tried to try to get ahead of it, sued out of the gate and uh, quite an interesting turnout. So Good times. Yeah, it was definitely a great documentary. So I, I'll go through kicks, man, where I'm just watching <laughs> yeah, documentaries watch and now they're all series and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah. so yeah, I pretty much, I get sucked into those things like nice. big time. More than scripted I, shows.
0: Uh, a bonus for me, the Tiger. Do- Tiger Woods documentary, Tiger, on HBO Max. Uh, okay. It's a fascinating watch. Like uh, okay. you know, a lot of his story, and you know a lot of the stuff that's come out. You know, you know, following his like, you know, his uh, infidelity scandal and all that stuff. Yeah. But like to see it all laid out, um, you know, all at once. It's just like, oh my gosh, like. It's nuts. Yeah, that's that's a good watch.
1: Yeah, that's that's cool. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, yeah, I am excited for uh, Succession final season to come in.
0: So. There's some TV coming. Tim Succession's coming. New season. Ted yeah. Lasso's coming. Mandalorian uh-huh. launch. That was another thing.
1: Yeah,
0: that we'll probably cover hopefully next week.
1: <laughs> yeah, the um, uh, news on Reacher season two. Filming just wrapped on that last week. Oh, Nice. So, so yeah, it's going to be an exciting. So uh, that should be coming pretty quick since it's not like
0: special effects heavy or anything. You just gotta no, edit no. Thing.
1: You just yeah, you just have to get those shots, those good editing shots for when he's whooping some butt. And then Jack
0: Ryan's coming soon.
1: Is there another Jack? They just they, they just they dropped the teaser trailer for it. What? For the for the next season? Yeah. Because
0: we just covered a Jack Ryan. Wait. Oh, wait, sorry, man. This is like you been? a sickness, fever, fever dream. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right.
1: Blooper. So I'm like, I'm oh, like uh, wait,
0: what? Already? No. We're just like a month away, two months away from it's that. Like, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Jack Ryan season three, Tim. I know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So season four, I don't know. I'm sure that'll happen. But, you know, they can, they can take that. They don't, the one cool thing about Jack Ryan and the Tom Clancy books, it goes all the way through almost all of his life, you know, because Jack Ryan eventually becomes president of the United States. Yes. And the cool thing about that, because he's young or, well, I mean, I guess John Krasinski's like 40 is that he could, uh, He could easily just, you know, come back to this role anytime he wants to. Yeah. And they can just do another adaptation of any of the source material that's out there. So,
0: which would be awesome. What show was I thinking of that? I thought it was Jack Ryan. There was a trailer that that? I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah. I'm sick. I'm going to stand by that. I'm sick. All right. Well, then (laughs) let's
1: jump in. Yes, main topic. Let's do it. So Marvel Studios kicked off Phase 5 with a third installment in the Ant-Man series. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Directed by Peyton Reed, and the film stars the never-aging Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly.
0: He's literally looked the same since Clueless. Well, you know, hair... A little bit of wrinkles uh, around the uh, eye. At least I me- remember him the yeah. same
1: way. I'm sure he's got some good skincare skincare products, but but uh, also Michael Douglas as Hank Pym, Michelle Pfeiffer, Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror, and Catherine Newton as the third actor to play Peanut slash
0: Cassie Lang. Yeah. yeah. So following the events of the Avenger of the Avengers Endgame... Scott Lang is living his best life and reaping the rewards as one of earth's mightiest heroes <laughs> as he and the Pims slash Van Dynes adjust to life after the blips. Cassie creates a device to map and study the quantum realm and mania ensues. Um, oh, okay. place, we'll raise the spoiler. <laughs> very clever. I know. Uh spoilers because at this point it's been out and uh and um you know we're gonna we'll we'll discuss it in detail okay so if you in case you haven't watched
1: it yeah so i watched it before you watched it (laughs) yeah yeah and you you were like no spoilers oh man you're not reading anything i know let's get your let's get your thoughts
0: first okay i was i was entertained at the same time, I kept thinking, I feel like Ant-Man works better in s- smaller stories. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like Quantum Mania is like much larger in scale, but the story is about the quantum realm, so it's like smaller scale, but yeah. it's like epic. And I feel like while I was entertained at many parts of it, like, it was so different from the first two ant-man movies mm-hmm. um it was good but i kept thinking like does this is this too big <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right that's what i kept thinking
1: okay how about you um very similar i mean you raise a good point um they have to like Let's just say, let's just call phase four what it was—complete
0: bust, right? I wouldn't say it was complete bust. I think people were expecting it to be like because they like the first three phases were mm-hmm. were uh, just constant ramp up, right? right? Where they were telling all these smaller stories to introduce these characters to a viewing mm-hmm. public and it was sure. all building up to this main event that was two movies Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame that mm-hmm. were just like a culmination of so many years so many efforts right um not that there weren't misses in those first three phases like uh-huh. Avengers Age of Ultron the the war the dark world Thor, the dark world um yeah. Uh, Thor. The two Iron Mans were not that Iron Man 2 and 3 were not great. I mean, they were decent. They were fun. But like, yeah. you know, yeah. They're probably like in the bottom third of, of all those movies. But like mm-hmm. I think where phase four missed was that they're a little inconsistent with like yeah. are these gigantic you know, like team up movies, uh-huh. intercut with smaller introductory stories, right? Um, and at that well, point, you're you're at the expectations of of the viewing public are such that, like, you know, if if it's not gonna blow your socks off, it just wasn't good. Well, I, you know, the thing
1: is, is that I I would say. It, there were some highs like Spider-Man um, what was it? no way home. Uh, definitely a, a high, you know, Shang Chi was a great film. Um, I did actually <laughs> like the, the second Dr. Strange film, but you know, and, and some things kind of tied into each other, but there was no overall arc and that's really what's starting
0: now. It was all the buildup of phase one, without a culminating event. Right. On top of which, you know, I don't know. There wasn't even any buildup. Well, that, that's I mean, what there I'm, was just like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like they were, they were like in, interweaving all these stories. And then you have mm-hmm. like, you have the, the prime event, the main event or what presumably are the Avengers that mm-hmm. are dabbling in the quantum realm and having yeah. like quantum realm stories kind of like dropped in and then you know over film and TV and then you have you know other other introductory stories where mm-hmm. you know there are smaller characters less known characters yeah. that again are in the universe but not involved in the quantum realm elements yeah. of it
1: Right, And then you
0: have these events like the Eternals where at the end of the movie, um, gigantic corpse of a celestial is in the ocean mm-hmm. and it's not even mentioned in any of the other series.
1: I think they really just kind of wrote off their loss with that one. Cause but people you didn't d- really know what care I'm about it.
0: So like it was like, it was whereas in phase one, they they hinted at other heroes in the world, yeah. but didn't necessarily like weave the stories together because they didn't necessarily mm-hmm. have to at that point. Sure, for some of the series to be connected to what eventually became, you know, what what was revealed in both Loki season one and Quantum about the quantum realm as well as timelines,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, to have that thread weave through there, but then like not necessarily have a payoff yeah. for that phase. And then like some inconsistent storytelling, um, yeah. you know, where like you've primed your audience to know that this is all connected, uh-huh. but then to inconsistently have some parts of it connected and others not. Right. Um, I think that's where the letdown was. Um, Yeah. Also, (laughs) also misogyny and racism. (laughs) Misogyny and racism. (laughs) You know. (laughs) So, so Daisy and I were talking about this the other day. In the first three phases of the MCU, the three smartest humans in existence or people in existence were three, three white dudes. It was Tony Stark. It was... Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Hulk. Uh,
1: oh, Bruce Banner. Uh,
0: Bruce Banner. and then And then Doctor Strange who uh-huh. are now replaced by three not just I guess not just women of color but three black women are now the smartest people in the MCU uh-huh it's it's um uh well you know yeah, finally- Williams and then uh what's her name the sister from from Black Panther uh, oh Shuri uh Shuri um and then if you count Moon Girl from Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur <laughs> no, yeah just- <laughs> Just an aside <laughs> yeah.
1: conversation. I thought it was funny. Yeah, you know, um yeah, it's true. I mean and, and the thing is is also, you know, this is also a good time to you, you can't honestly, you have investment into this franchise, so you can you know, the left hand washes the right. So yeah, I sure you brought in the 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 white powerful males but you've ushered in a path to actually bring in more compelling storylines, sure. to bring in more compelling characters because now and everybody's invested. And new, invested. Stories, and new and, stories, right? And even the most racist of white boys are still going to come out to come watch these these films because they're invested in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But getting back to Ant-Man, I, I agree with you. That it was way too big of a story for Ant Man because this was this really wasn't about Ant Man, as much as it was was about launching, trying to, yeah, so it was you know trying to ignite this next phase. Mm -hmm. What are they calling it? The um, not the this I guess this next saga where it was the Infinity, the Infinity, the, the King Dynasty. Saga. That this is the yeah the Kang Dynasty. Yeah, the or so, the
0: so it was it, it was like the multi Ant Man starring
1: in a Kang movie is basically yeah essentially yeah because they're they're really trying to introduce this character outside of the one episode of Loki and then um you know kind of move this character forward and yeah. show show. Who this person really is, and and tell their backstory. So while Scott Lang and Ant Man, you know, did, you know, took front the you know front and center in this entire film, the underlying theme was who really is Kang? Sure. What does he want? Yeah. Why is he here? Why you is know, he significant? Why should you be scared? Why, of yeah. Him? Why is he significant? You know, and so like why um, why he why he deserves to be the big bad for yeah the entire m c u yeah, um, and I don't think that this film was super amazing. they really kind of went format on it, um but it was um it 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 was really one of those ones where it's like, okay, we have to tell the story. So we can have this payoff at the end, right? So while it sure. may not be that great, people will appreciate it and like this film once this entire uh, phase or phases uh, are done.
0: Yeah, you know? honest, honestly, if if they had if they had replaced if they had made King the villain in Thor: Love and Thunder, and had him uh-huh. just kill Thor at the end of it. Uh, I mean I, I I think that's probably the character that's more appropriate in terms of scale of story. Yeah. And then like in terms of showing just how devastating uh a villain Kang could be, right? Yeah. Um I mean that, that probably would have made Thor Love and Thunder even that more compelling, I think.
1: Yeah, I that would be yeah, that totally would have been good. Um but do you think is Chris Hemsworth done in the MCU? Is that the question
0: I I have? I I, I don't know. I I, I don't know if he is like, it's, I think during the press of Thor Love and Thunder, it was like, I mean, I'll keep making these if they want to make it. Like who doesn't like money? And like, he seems to generally enjoy playing this version of Thor. Yeah. Right. So it's like, he has fun playing it and he has fun with, taika tts is writer and director uh-huh. a- and he loves money <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's making course, a lot of money playing thor so yeah. like you know but but i don't know where more thor necessarily fits into all of the rest of this
1: it'll be one of those big surprises <laughs> at the very end where they're like he comes back and yeah. you know they go up and bring him back or whatever. Yeah, I, Cause he's been gone so long.
0: Yeah. I, and, and like, I, I rewatched because, because I couldn't, I couldn't make it out to the theater right away to see, to see quantum mania. Uh-huh. Um, I, I got a chance to rewatch ant-man and then ant-man and the wasp. And I got to watch it with my son and um, you know, just the scale of those, and, and the stakes are, are so much smaller than this, right? Yeah. Where, right. like, with Ant Man, it's, you know,
1: the. Like with both those films, it's stay out of jail.
0: Right. It's stay out of jail, but also, it's like the villain is not necessarily trying to conquer the world, but like the villain is, like, in the first one, in the first one, he is like, you know, M- misusing a powerful tool like, like with the with the pin particles, right? Yeah, and and stopping him from you know using it as a weapon of war. Mm-hmm. And, and even the final battle in the first Ant Man takes place while they're in miniature on Cassie's like Thomas the Train <laughs> table. Yeah, right. Right. And then the, the you know the second one was like you know we need to save mom from the quantum realm and then also stop ghost from killing her. Mm -hmm. Those were the stakes. Right. And, and so like to go from those, from, from, from those level of stakes to, you know, we need to stop this, you know, timeline slash universe destroying force from, Mm from, getting back into, you know, the yeah. universe, you know, from escaping exile. Like, yeah, I don't know. It, it, the, the scale is just for being yeah, a movie a that lot. takes place in the qu- like in miniature in at a microscopic level in the quantum realm, the scale was too large. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No question about it. So it was, it was quite big. So what parts of the movie did you enjoy?
1: You know, I I, I would say I, I generally enjoyed the film. Um, I didn't I didn't think it was amazing. Um it, it was entertaining. You know, I think Paul Rudd's always a good entertainer. Yeah. You know, he's he's a very real actor. Um I I think along with all the ladies who were listening including my wife can't go wrong with Paul Rudd for various reasons. You know, I mean, for, for the ladies, I'm sure it's those dreamy eyes, but
0: he was, he was the, what what was it? The best looking man of the year. Oh, Sexiest Sexiest man man alive. alive. (laughs) Yeah.
1: He's sexy. Let me tell you. Um, But I, I would say, you know, from an actor standpoint, he's definitely the real deal. You yeah. know, he's a classically trained actor. He's did theater before he did film. Um, he's, he's always, always fun. He was always he the does. under guy, uh, underdog. And it was really, I think it was the the 40 year old version that kind of brought him into the limelight. Yep. You know, I think, I, I think, he, no, he, I think it was the same summer. He hit twice with the 40 year old version and Anchorman. Yep. And so he did those films where he was basically improving yeah half the film. Like the
0: side like a sidekick that was improving.
1: Right. And so he did, you know, he that really kind of punched his ticket. That that gave him the momentum that he needed. Cause I, you know, before that he was just doing, you know, smaller things like the Cider House rules and where he was more of a supporting character. But um you know, I he he has that authenticity to him True. as an actor that uh, makes when they
0: first when they first cast him as Ant Man. Mm-hmm. I, I remember at the time thinking like, "Oh, that's a curious choice." Yeah, you know, like like a legitimate like comedic comedic actor in that role. Like, okay, so obviously they're going for a certain tone for these movies, mm-hmm. um, but also for him to be a superhero, it was hard to like wrap my mind around when they first announced it. Yeah. But then after having seen him appear in, was it five, six, six Marvel films now? Yeah. Right. Because he was in his three movies plus Civil Uh War plus the two Infinity War.
1: He was in the second
0: one. He was only in the second one?
1: Yeah, because he he oh, he, oh, cause they, he was in the
0: quantum realm. That's right. He so was in the hot.
1: quantum realm. Yeah. So. So in the
0: five movies yeah. that he's appeared in, like I can't imagine anyone else playing Ant Man now. Yeah. And it like it just makes perfect sense. Yeah i i I really liked I really liked him. I really enjoyed yeah. how they've how they evolved his relationship with Cassie, mm-hmm. but how they still get along. Yeah. You know. We're like, yeah, they lost five years. She's a teen now. She's not like the precocious, you know, girl that idolizes her dad. Right. Yeah. She still has a bit of that, but also like, you know, like, what are you doing with your life now? Yeah. Um. And, and so to see, to see that dynamic between them, I thought that was fun.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, Definitely, definitely uh, good. Michael
0: Michael Douglas just continues to surprise, and Michelle Pfeiffer, you know, like yeah. in the little in the little bits that we got them in in uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, and then, um, like just for them to have much larger roles mm-hmm. in this third one, I thought they were both very good. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: and I you know of course. Michael Douglas, like his dad, he's gonna live to be a hundred, so he'll still be making
0: movies. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I thought it was funny that um at one point they make the hearing aid very visible for Hank. Yeah. Uh huh. And I was almost thinking, like, did, is this like a blooper? They, did he like, forget to Michael take it Douglas out? was like really old and like forgot to take it out. And then they started yeah. and then they it was it was like a bit that they're doing, right? Uh
1: Cause uh, they did that in the first one. He had that thing on his ear.
0: Yeah. 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 So I thought yeah. I was like, Oh, is that a blooper?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So anything, what didn't work for you?
0: I, again, I think as a scale. Yeah. I think at some points I was just like, I was like this, this probably should have been a Thor movie. Yeah. You know? And, and even when Kang kind of offhandedly talks about how, like how many Avengers he's killed in other mm-hmm. timelines, and how he was like, what's the one with thunder and, and you know, Ant-Man's like Thor. He's like, ah, oh, Thor. Right. If, if this had been a, th- if, if, if Kang had been, you know, the villain in Thor and it killed Thor. Um, yeah. You know, I think that's the appropriate scale for that yeah. character. And, sure. And, and to kick off Kang as the proper, like you thought Thanos was scary. Here's this guy. Yeah. You know
1: what I mean? And they could have still done a quant quantum realm, film yeah, 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 well, without oh, there being um you know, with just the objective of them getting back, finding each other, and getting back right
0: and and, you know? and as such, because it was it was it 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 went from being like you know this quaint little like where both of the first two movies had elements of being a heist movie,
1: mhm,
0: right, um. You know, you didn't really get that in this. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it was a bit too form, formulaic in yeah. terms of like yeah, it totally was. epic CGI battle scenes yeah. that made up most of the second and third act. Like, you yeah. know, that's my pet peeve with these movies. Yeah. It's like a third act. The entire third act is a CGI epic battle scene.
1: Yeah. I, I'm I'm not excited about that. Yeah. Well, here's the thing that always that in Endgame and in this one that I can't stand why when Ant-Man's large when he's giant man yes why does he run in slow motion because it's it's I don't know (laughs) he would just be running normal giant
0: mass takes a lot more energy to move like a giant crane yeah well (laughs) I
1: don't know. You would still have the ability and the muscle capacity to, to run normal. So you would get from point A to point B in like a, a matter of a few seconds, as opposed to, you know, just doing that run where you're just kind of slow. And then even when he was punching I think, that, I think you can blame Godzilla
0: and all like yeah, the kaiju movies probably. for that. Where like, yeah, you know, these giant like, beasts move in slow motion. Yeah. I'm like, why, what the heck? Why
1: is he moving in slow motion? Yeah. He's, he's just large. <laughs> it's not like he can't run. Yeah. You know, even when they did the, you know, uh, you know, the Avengers assemble in Endgame, and they all ran forward. Um, You know, they, uh, that was the same thing. He was running. Yeah, he was running like, slow motion. He hit that spaceship and the, you know, he like punched that spaceship. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was like just punched in slow motion. Yeah. You know,
0: you know, it easily. like, it was so formulaic. There's the part where they totally telegraphed of, like, you know, the deus ex machina of, like, oh, yeah. we're going to strand them and will they be able to survive? And then the ants show up. Yeah. That, like, passed through a time dilation and, and built themselves like an advanced society. And
1: yeah. then,
0: like, when the final battle starts, they're not part of it. And so, like, automatically in the back of my head, like, okay, well, what's going to happen? Like, what is going to lead to them having to come out of nowhere to save the day again? Mm -hmm. Right? So it's like a double Deus Ex Machina. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah
0: because like there's the part in the second act where like they are stranded and then the ants miraculously find them and then they have to explain of like you know where where hank is like yeah i've been hearing them this whole time you know and 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 they came out of nowhere to save them and then Mm -hmm. in the third act in the final battle scene where all hope seems lost the cavalry of ants arrives to yeah. you know save the day uh, when right. they're most needed instead of at the beginning of the battle. So I, you know, yeah. it, it was it was just a little too formulaic in the second and third act for for all the setup that they're doing to make this seem like oh this is a different Ant Man movie and this yeah. is a different scale for Ant Man um, mm-hmm. and the Quantum Realm is so different and crazy to then just devolve into. You know, like a basic superhero action CG, you know, smashing movie for the second yeah. and third act is just like, sure. you know, it could have done better, I think. Yeah, that's true. So, all right. Well, what's your final take? I still think it's a watch, you know, mm-hmm. maybe like a lower end watch, like when it comes out on Disney Plus and you can see it. A stream. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 Man, i'm sick and tired tired of being sick tired of being sick uh yeah. sorry it's 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 a stream for me um yeah like higher end stream almost a yeah. watch what like obviously like you're M- I'm, I'm a fan of the mcu go watch it in the theater because it's worth it sure because there there yeah. are there are some very enjoyable parts that are so fun. it's a watch Um, but, but I, but I'd say, I think it's a stream. I think you probably wait for Disney plus. I would say the same thing.
1: I mean, it's one of those ones, like I think during COVID I went through and watched every, um, every MCU film up until, you know, up to end game. And essentially I, uh, the ones that I didn't care for as much, uh, you I, get- I essentially i i didn't skip them completely. Yeah, I just put them on while I was working. Oh, so just I was the I wasn't really, yeah, I just really wasn't paying much attention to them. Yeah, so but the ones I really wanted to watch are the ones that you know I carved out the time to watch them. I, I think I did the whole thing in like a month. Yeah, and, you know, so. and I think
0: here here here's what this movie suffers from is that Ant Man and then Ant Man and the Wasp were. Mm-hmm. Like refreshing change of, like a refreshing change of pace from the rest of the MCU when they came out, right? Yeah, it was more more intended humor, um, mm-hmm. smaller scale, smaller stories, yeah. like more local stories, right? Um, and just like you know, just a fun couple hours, um, that just really mm-hmm. came together well. Yeah, and then. With this one, with Quantumania, it was just kind of more of the same. Yeah. So, like, if you're suffering from superhero fatigue and MCU fatigue, you know, I I can see where this movie suffered in the reviews because it was just more of the same. Yeah, it was. It was totally. It was very
1: format. Yeah. 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 So. All right. Well, that is our final take on ant-man so if you enjoyed the show please subscribe like give us five stars a glowing review so our podcast can reach more people and we can tell our wives that we need to binge 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 (laughs) thanks again to tyler hobbs of space ranger for the original music thank check out space ranger exclusively on spotify Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at The Final Take Pod. Email us at thefinaltakepod@gmail.com at gmail.com and check out all of our episodes on our website, TheFinalTakePod.com. Until next time, we'll see you then.